0: Lord. Let us draw near with a true heart and confess our sins unto God our Father. Beseeching in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to grant us forgiveness. Our help is in the name of the Lord. I said I will confess my transgressions unto the Lord. And he forgave me and forgave my sins. Let us kneel and receive the confession. Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us rise and free one another to the peace
1: The Old Testament reading for the second son And i don't sell my the wrath of God. For if all who we were sinners, while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his Son, much more, now that we are reconciled, shall we be saved by his life. More than that, we also rejoice in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received reconciliation.
0: This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. We rise for the reading of the Holy Gospel. People say that I am? And they told him, John the Baptist. And others say Elijah, and others one of the prophets. But he asked them, But who do you say that I am? Peter answered, You are the Christ. And he strictly charged them to tell no one about him. And he began to teach them that the Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders and the chief priests and the scribes and be killed. And after three days, rise again. And he said this plainly. And Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. And turning and seeing his disciples, he rebuked Peter and said, Get behind me, Satan, for you are not setting in mind on the things of God, but on the things of man. And he called them a crowd with his disciples and said to them, If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross. Father. For whoever would save his life will lose it. Whoever loses his life for my sake and the Gospels will save it. For what does the profit a man gain the whole world and forfeit his life? For what can a man give in return for his life? For whoever is ashamed of me and of my words of his adulterous and sinful generation, of him will the Son of Man also be ashamed when he comes in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. This is the Gospel of the Lord. This time the big people will be seated in the light of the young the congregation of the listeners to the children.
1: So today, in our Old Testament reading, we learn about two people. Abram and what was his wife's name? What was his wife's name? They um, We're going to talk about that change. Good job. So start with Sarah. Can you say Abram? And Sarah. Yes. That, that comes a little bit, but before the name change, and we're going to talk about the name change, yeah, do you remember? Okay. Wow, you memorize a lot of that, that's good job. So, it's not just that, so in order to have to become a large and big nation. And there's something very important about that nation. It's just not that the family is going to get bigger, but somebody was going to come through that nation. So I have a little show and tell for you today. Can I ask for your help? So, can I ask you to hold this right here? This? Hold it right here. So, if I have this really Never seems like it's gonna end, does it? And at the end of this poster, I there's a picture right here. Can somebody tell me who they see right here? You see Jesus, that's what he has. You see Jesus. Now, Jesus is all the way down here, and this is the history of the world before Jesus. All the way down here. Let's see if we can find Abram. Abram. Let's see. We are looking for him. I should put a bookmark on here. There's Abram. All the way down here. Yeah. All the way down here. There's Abram. And you can see all this timeline, all this history that's coming through here. But ultimately, where does it end? Right at Jesus. Jesus, right here. Very good. And what? So, not only does Abram get the promise of Jesus, but so do all these people down here, including all the way at the beginning. Who's down here? (coughs) In the garden? Adam Adam and Eve. So God made a big promise to Abram and to Sarai. And then after he made that promise to them, then what did, they, what did he give Abraham and Sarah their names? What were their names afterwards? Yeah, Abraham and Sarah. Alright. So we can leave this here. Go ahead and have a seat. Now, now I'm going to ask you something. Did you know that God made a promise to you? Really? So God made a promise to you that someday you would also see him in heaven. And guess What? From that promise He also changed your name. Did you know that? Did you know that your name was changed? See that baptismal font right there? When we are baptized we are baptized in the name of the Father and of the and of the and these names are put on you so that you will be seen as perfect as Jesus was. In the eyes of God, so that way the promise of being saved, just like all these people are saved, Jesus also will save you. Can we go ahead and pray together? Repeat after our Heavenly, Father, our Heavenly Father, thank you for giving us your name. Thank you for giving us your name. Help us to live a life, Help us to live a life. that carries your promise to others that they and live, live with us in heaven one day. With us. Amen. Thank you for coming up and seeing the timeline <coughs> that I want to show you. You children, may go ahead and have a seat. And everyone will sing together in 708, Lord be I love with all my heart.
0: Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. As a pastor, one thing I get to do is to be with people as they're approaching death. It's never an easy time. Death tears families apart, and those left behind are brokenhearted. For those who have gone through the death of a loved one, I think most would agree it is one of the most difficult times of life. Is there anything worse than death? There's a game the kids sometimes play called, Would You Rather? Would you rather cut 40 acres of grass with a push mower or one acre with a scissors? Would you rather gain 75 pounds or lose your job? So here's one for you today. Would you rather die or die? For there are two deaths we face physical death and eternal death. Would you rather face physical death or eternal death? For worse than physical death, much worse, is eternal death. Eternal death is to be forever separated from the light and love of God. To be forever in torment and suffering, it's something that you don't even like to think about because it's too horrible to picture. Worse than anything you can conjure up in your imagination. You also don't like to think about eternal death because you know you deserve it. God demands perfection And you cannot deliver it. The wages of sin is death. Eternal death. Eternal death is horrible and it's what you deserve. And that's a terrible problem. It's a grave dilemma. The good news is that God provides the solution for this dilemma. God demands perfection and God provides the perfection. God the Father sends his only Son to become like you, to take on human flesh and live with you, God with us, Emmanuel. As true God, Jesus the Christ lives a perfect life and is a sacrifice without blemish. He comes as the sacrifice for sin. He comes to suffer and die and rise again. He comes to take your sins upon himself and carry them to the cross and pay the penalty. He then takes his perfection and he gives it to you to make you perfect in him. Jesus comes to suffer and die and rise again. This is his mission. This is his destiny. But when he shares this with his disciples... Peter wants to stop him. Peter rebukes Jesus. Peter, the rough, tough fisherman, will not let Jesus suffer and die. Jesus is on a mission to save you, and Peter's going to stop him. But Jesus does not put up with it. He rebukes Peter. Get behind me, Satan. You have in mind... Not the things of God, but the things of man. You too are infected by the thinking of man. You don't want to think that Jesus had to suffer and die. You don't want to think that all people are sinners and deserve punishment. You want to believe that there is another way to eternal life. You yearn for another way. But there is no other way. You're left with Jesus on the cross. And you don't even want to raise your head and look because it's such a horror. And even more horrible than the scene itself is the knowledge that you are the cause of his suffering and death. You're the cause of his pain You look up at the cross and see Jesus' bloody face and his bloodshot eyes looking down and his eyes meet yours. And you see the look in his eyes. It's not a look of anger or accusation or bitterness. It's a look of love. He's up there for you. He is suffering and dying for you. He gives up His breath so that the breath of God, the Spirit of God can fill you. He goes into the grave to sanctify your grave. And He rises again to enable you to rise on the last day. In baptism, you are made one with God. You're sealed in His name. The Holy Spirit fills you and your body becomes a temple of the Holy Spirit. And you become one with God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You become his disciple. You become a follower of Jesus. He is your Lord. You are his servant. And what a glorious thing it is to be a servant of Jesus the Christ. But thinking on Jesus' life, you see that being one with him will not always be easy. Jesus was whipped. They slapped and punched his face. They hung him on a cross to die. As his followers, these things can await you too. The world hated Jesus. The world still hates Jesus. As his follower, the world will hate you because your life is bound to his life. You are one with Jesus. After rebuking Peter, Jesus calls the crowd to himself along with his disciples and he tells them, If anyone would come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross and follow Deny yourself. In a world full of people seeking self-fulfillment and self-enrichment, Jesus tells you to deny yourself. Give up on yourself. Don't follow every whim of desire for comfort and happiness. Following Jesus means giving up on yourself and looking to serve others. Jesus says, take up your cross and follow me. If they want to kill me, they may also want to kill you, Jesus says. Being my follower means being willing to follow. It means offering your back to those who would beat you. Offering your face to those that would slap you. Opening yourself up to mocking and spitting. Now, in this country, we're blessed with freedom and persecution of Christians is generally minor. But there are Christians all over the world that are imprisoned, beaten, killed for being followers of Jesus. In Iran, this past September, Pastor Anushavan Avadian, who's a 61-year-old with a wife and two children, he was summoned by police to Evian prison in Tehran to begin a 10-year prison sentence. What was his crime? He was arrested August 21, 2020, when 30 security agents raided his home with, while family and friends were there to pray and worship. The group met at the home because the government closed their church several years earlier. The government agents confiscated Bibles and mobile phones, and now they've taken Pastor Abedian and two Christian converts to Tehran's notorious Evan prison. These things are happening in many countries. And as the Western world more and more rejects Jesus, it appears to be getting closer to home. What if you were in a position to face the choice of physical death or eternal death? There's a knock at the door. A loud, insistent knock. You look at the clock and see it's three in the morning. You pull on a pair of pants over your pajamas. You go to see what the problem is. You look out the window and there are four police cars out front with their lights flashing. They pound on the door again. Police, open up. You open the door. Six men rush in, slam you against the wall, frisk you for weapons, and then cuff your hands behind your back. One of them spits in your face, and you can feel it run down your cheek. And a policeman in plain clothes speaks. You have been accused of being a follower of Jesus and believing that the Bible is the word of God. No one can be that stupid anymore. But that's what we hear. Is it true? You turn to face them. One of them has a taser ready to fire at you. Is it true? You know that if you say yes, they'll fire the taser. Then they'll beat you with their batons and take you to jail and then to prison. It's happened to others. Not only will you lose your freedom, you'll lose your job, your house, all your possessions. You may never see your family again. And the pain, the taser, the beatings, the torture, execution. You've heard the stories and you're very afraid. The man gets right up in your face so you can feel his breath. Are you a follower of Jesus Christ? Tell me now. The man with the taser gives an evil smile. What do you say? You pray that you would have the strength to say, Yes, I am a follower of Jesus, despite the consequences. Yes. Your fear is that you would be weak that you'd be like the disciple Peter who denied Jesus three times to avoid trouble. You fear that you would fall away. You fear that you've already denied Jesus, not in a direct confrontation, but in smaller ways, denying Jesus by your actions, going along with the group when you should flee, denying Jesus by remaining silent when you should speak or by speaking when you should remain silent. Your fear is that you'll be weak. In your weakness, return to the cross. The source of your forgiveness. Remember who you are. Not from your strength, but from the strength of the Almighty. You are a baptized child of God. You are a follower of Jesus, one of his disciples. Remember Do not fear those who can kill the body but cannot kill the soul. Rather, fear him who can destroy both soul and body in hell. Get on your knees and pray for strength to persevere through trouble and hardship. Deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow Jesus. Cling to the cross of Christ. Be faithful unto death and receive the crown of life, eternal life. Eternal life with your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, where there will be no more hardship, no more trouble, no more tears, no more sickness, no more death. As a pastor, I get to be with people as they approach physical death but I also get to be with people at their baptisms when they receive the gift of eternal life. I get to walk with you on your journey as we follow the Lord Jesus together and await his return. And if Jesus does not return soon, I may get the privilege to sit at your bedside as a fellow disciple as you prepare for death, comforted by the peace that passes understanding, knowing you will receive the crown of life prepared for you by Jesus. Amen. And now may the peace that is beyond understanding keep your hearts and minds in true faith until our Lord returns in glory. Amen. We rise to confess our faith.
1: I believe in God.
0: ascended into heaven,
1: and sits at the right hand of the Father Almighty, from thence He will come to judge the living
2: and the dead, I believe the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of
0: sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting.
1: In our prayers, we will also be including Brian Bowman with lung issues and Brian, uh, Diane Wilson's nephew with serious medical conditions. Let us pray for the whole church of God in Christ Jesus and for all people according to their needs. Heavenly Father, give us your Holy Spirit that we might deny ourselves, take up the cross you give, and follow your Son through this troubled life into heaven. Prepare us to give up our lives, knowing that Christ has already saved them. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. O Lord, give the Church and all her servants grace to fulfill the ministries to which you have committed them. Grant each of us the strength to confess Christ boldly before the world. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Heavenly Father, teach us to shun neither our Lord's suffering nor our own. When we endure persecution or ridicule for being your children, give us faith and perseverance. And, as you have promised, deliver us out of the hand of the wicked and redeem us from the grasp of the (coughs) ruthless. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. O God, Abraham was only one when When you call him, but you bless and multiply him, protect mothers with children, and equip fathers to lead and raise their households in your fear and love. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. O Lord, all kingship belongs to you, and you rule over the nations. Bless Joseph, our president, and those who govern, that they may rule wisely and in accord to your will. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Great physician. Heal and restore those in need. In particular, Michael, Ken, Grace, Don, Parker, Tyler, Carolyn, Bob, Sandy, Sally, Danielle, Kelly, Rob, Frank, Burl, Jenny, Amanda, Kelly, Jim, Ella, Brian and brother. Give them your holy care and strength to bear their crosses, that they may endure to see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. Lord, in your mercy. O Lord, at your table the afflicted eat the body and blood of your Son and are satisfied. Through our afflictions deepen our hunger for the staple that we may eat and drink and be satisfied by Christ's saving life. Lord, your mercy. Hear our prayer. Heavenly Father, receive our praise this day for St. Peter and his confession that Jesus is the Christ. We rejoice that your Son built his church upon this rock, and that the kings of hell not prevail against it. Keep us in this faith all our days, through the same Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord,
0: his salt to the devil and gave his life as a ransom for many. That with cleansed hearts we might be prepared joyfully to celebrate the paschal feast with sincerity and truth. Therefore the angels and archangels, with all the company of heaven, the laud and magnify your glorious name. Evermore praising you and saying My body, which is given for you. This do in remembrance of you. In the same way, also, took the cup after supper. And when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink of it and all of it. This cup is the New Testament in my blood, which is shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. This do as often as you drink it, in remembrance of you. Strengthen us through the same in faith toward you and in fervent love toward one another, through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen.